All right, let's do this. The Monday edition of the Paul Farrington Podcast, the first segment being released today, Fantasy Cramming, quarterback edition. I'll go through the top 12 quarterbacks in fantasy football. This is meant to be quick. This is meant to be easy. So if you haven't studied for your fantasy football draft, you can get an idea of what you might want to do when you're on the clock. Let's get right to it. The number one fantasy football quarterback. It's got to be Patrick Mahomes. Listen, I know that Josh Allen led the league in scoring last season, but he did not lead the league in points per game. Patrick Mahomes at 25 points per game, sat week 17. Otherwise, he probably would have been the top scorer in fantasy football last season. Three games of 30-plus points, one game of 40-plus. And what I like so much about Patrick Mahomes, think back to the issues of the Super Bowl. The offensive line, how much it struggled. Well, that's exactly what Kansas City addressed this offseason. That's why they're such a great franchise. They go out and they trade for Orlando Brown. They bring in Joe Thune. And then they draft three rookies. They might have three rookies on their offensive line. But from what I'm hearing, Trey Smith, former number one overall player in the country, back when he was in high school, he went to Tennessee, late round pick. He's been awesome, blowing people away in camp. The reason he fell is because of some medical issues, but he has been tremendous. Your center, Creed Humphrey, a second round pick out of Oklahoma. And then you have Lucas Nyang, right tackle at TCU, finishing off that offensive line in Kansas City. So with a renewed offensive line, the same weapons back, I like Patrick Mahomes for certain as the number one fantasy quarterback. Number two, Josh Allen, 24.8 points per game last season, the number one scorer in fantasy football. How great was that Stephon Diggs edition? How much did he help Josh Allen last season? This Bills offense, to me, feels like they could be unstoppable. They're quick strike. They pass often. And by the way, at least eight touchdowns on the ground from Josh Allen in each of his first three seasons. So while he's not the threat on the ground that Lamar or Kyler Murray is, he's still going to give you points with his legs. Josh Allen, the number two fantasy football quarterback this season. Three, Kyler Murray. I almost put Kyler Murray at two, actually. 23.7 points per game last season. The number one fantasy quarterback for a portion of last year. He ended poorly, and that's what brought him down to the number three overall spot. But this offense is going to be fun again. They've led the league in pace of play the past two seasons. We all know the threat that Murray presents as a rusher. Went from eighth in points two years ago to third last season. I just think he's a fantasy owner's dream. Cardinals are going to score a lot of points. Murray's going to be the one doing a lot of that scoring. Kyler Murray, your number three fantasy football quarterback. Moving on down the list, number four. This could surprise some people, but I got Dak Prescott there at number four ahead of Lamar Jackson. If you go back before the horrible ankle fracture last season, think about what Dak was doing. Go look at his numbers from weeks one through four. He was having a fantastic season. He was on track to potentially be the number one overall scorer in fantasy. We know that Adam Schefter's reported a few times that maybe he won't be back 100% this season. The Cowboys keep refuting that, saying no, he'll be okay. Dak's refuting that, saying no. I'm fine, 100%. I'm willing to roll the dice. If Dak's healthy with Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, CeeDee Lamb, Ezekiel Elliott, there's a lot to like about this Dallas offense. He might not be as much of a rushing threat, at least when it comes to scoring touchdowns as he used to be. But damn, Dak Prescott's going to put up a lot of passing yards, a lot of passing touchdowns if he's able to stay healthy. I'm willing to take the chance. Dak Prescott at four. Five, Lamar Jackson, 22.2 points per game last season, number 10 overall in the league. I mean, this guy came in with lofty expectations. He didn't live up to them, and that's probably what was realistic. I mean, Lamar finished with 1,200 rushing yards two seasons ago, finished with 1,055 last year. Those are the two best rushing performances in the history of the NFL for quarterbacks. The history of the NFL. The only other quarterback to run for over 1,000 yards was Mike Vick back in 2006. And the comparison that I can make here is because we all expect him to do it again. It almost feels like Russell Westbrook when he finished the season with a triple-double. The first time he did, it was a huge deal. He won league MVP. Everyone realized how incredible this achievement was. And they did it again the next year. And people didn't react the same way at all. So I feel like with Lamar Jackson, we could be heading down a similar path 
where he keeps putting up thousand yard rushing seasons. He's finishing as the number six, the number nine rusher in football. And people just say, yeah, yeah, that's Lamar. So that rushing threat, that's why he's got to be there at five. They added some weapons at receiver and Sammy Watkins and Rashad Bateman. So Lamar Jackson is going to be just fine this season. The passing stats do concern me a little bit at times. Even at the end of last season when he was tearing up the league over the final five games, his passing stats from those games, 107 yards, 163, 243, 183, 113. He's not going to light up the stat sheet from a passing perspective, but there's just so much ability for him to score. I like him at five. Six, got the reigning league MVP, Aaron Rodgers, number two score in fantasy last season, 4,300 yards, 48 touchdowns, five interceptions. Unlikely he repeats that performance, and I'm fearful of the mental state of Aaron Rodgers right now. How committed is he? Is he really bought into Green Bay? Because honestly, the likely answer is no here. But we all know how skilled Aaron Rodgers is. We all know the talent he has, the talent surrounding him and Devontae Adams. So I'll take my chances with Rodgers. I like him there at six. Seven, this one might surprise some people, but I got Tom Brady here. Think about the end of his season last year. 230 burgers, week 16, 17, brilliant football in the Super Bowl run. Then we find out that on top of all this, he had a torn MCL the entire season. Assuming he's fully healed with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, a bought-in and invested Antonio Brown, and sure, I'll throw a Gronk in there. This Buccaneers offense is going to light up the league. At 44 years old, Tom's still got it going. I think you get consistent production from him in a few really big weeks. Tom Brady at number seven, it's a solid option. At eight, we go from the 44-year-old old man to the new kid, Justin Herbert. 22.2 points per game last season, finishes the number nine quarterback in fantasy football. Other than a rough stretch from weeks 12 through 14, he really was awesome most of this season. Rookie of the year, 4,300 yards, 31 touchdowns. Austin Eckler will be back for hopefully a full season now. And we know that their offensive coordinator, Joe Lombardi, likes a pass-heavy offense. And he knows that Justin Herbert can make every throw in the book. If you let Herbert loose, you could be looking at a quarterback with top five upside. Justin Herbert, number eight fantasy football quarterback. All right, at nine, we finally get to Russell Wilson here. 22.5 points per game last season, the number six quarterback in fantasy football. And people are probably going to be wondering, Paul, why do you have Russell Wilson at nine? He finished with 4,200 yards and 40 touchdowns last season. Those are crazy numbers. And I'd say, yes, yes, they are. But did you know in his first seven games last season, Russ had 26 touchdowns? He was unstoppable his first seven games. Final nine, he only had 14. He was never a top seven quarterback after week eight. Listen, Russ is still an excellent quarterback. He's still a solid QB1 who'll give you reliable numbers with a few huge weeks. I just like the potential of some of these other guys a little bit more right now. Pete Carroll runs the football a lot. That limits Russ. Nine's the appropriate spot for Russell Wilson. Closing out our top 10, Ryan Tannehill at 21.5 points per game last season, finishes the number seven quarterback in fantasy football. He's someone that I think a lot of people ignore. You don't think of Ryan Tannehill when you think of a fantasy starter. But over the past two seasons, as I said, last year, number seven in the league, after taking over in 2019, finished number three in the league from that point forward. You lose Corey Davis, you lose Johnny Smith, you lose Adam Humphreys, and you lose coordinator Arthur Smith. But who do you bring in? Julio Jones. And now you pair him with A.J. Brown and your running backs, Derrick Henry. My goodness, have fun tackling the Tennessee Titans. Have fun sticking with those three guys for a full game. Ryan Tannehill's got a plethora of options, and I expect another good season from him. I might even put him higher, but Vrabel likes to run the ball, and why wouldn't you with Derrick Henry? But if you doubt Tannehill's ability or his capability as a number one quarterback, just go check the stats. I think you'll be a little surprised. Okay, at 11, I have Matthew Stafford. This is the best team that Matt Stafford's ever played for. This is the best coach that Matt Stafford's ever played for. The time is now for Matthew Stafford. The time is now. Losing Cam Akers is tough, but you still got Robert Woods. You still got Cooper Cup. Daryl Henderson might even be a little bit better than people think. 
But the talent is there. We all know this is a really good football team. And we all know that Matt Stafford can sling the football around. 11. I like Matt Stafford. That brings us to the end of our list here. At 12, I'm going to put Jalen Hurts. This is my wild card. This is the guy that I can't exactly wrap my finger around. Could have easily slotted him in at 8 or 9. Could have easily bumped him down a little bit. Philadelphia has me scared right now. They feel like they're on the verge of falling apart. I just don't trust them. And that's why I have Jalen at 12. He could come in and be awesome. We know his ability as a runner. We saw some big games from him at the end of last season. Now you add Devontae Smith to that receiving core. Jalen Rager apparently is playing better in training camp right now. Dallas Goddard's a pretty good tight end. Believe it or not, there are some weapons for Jalen Hurts to work with. Tannehill and Stafford are safer picks, but the rushing threat, the explosiveness of Hurts, that could lead to top seven fantasy upside. So do with that what you will. Personally, I love the daring picks. I think it's worth it to take a flyer. Just know it could blow up in your face with Jalen Hurts. All right, so there you have it. Your top 12 fantasy football quarterbacks from top to bottom. Mahomes, Allen, Murray, Prescott, Lamar, Rodgers, Brady, Herbert, Wilson, Tannehill, Stafford, and Hurts. If you listen all the way through, I appreciate it. But maybe the podcast could have just been that. (laughs) Got another podcast coming out with this one telling you how you could win $6,825.43 on the Parlay Payday segment. Ciao.